And now we move on to our next rapid fire speaker, it's Chikun Huang. He's a professor of agriculture economics at the China Center for Agriculture Policy at Peking University. And he's going to talk to us about yield growth, where we are and where we need to go, which is exactly the core of this session. Thank you very much, Chikun. It's a great time to be here uh, to celebrate uh, nearly 40 years of Mark Nosgrand contribution to our professional in agricultural economics. And Mark is very special to me. Uh, we have been friends for, I think, more than 30 years when I started working uh, in Italy. And he was my boss, indeed, in 1994-1995, uh, with Howdy Bowie also here, when I started working in Italy. <laughs> Today, I, I, we talk about where we stand and where to go. Um, I think uh, I want to make three major points. First, I think there's no single answer for where we are staying and where we to go. If you look at just look at grain yield, uh, it's ranging from less than one ton to more than eight tons per hectare across different countries. And they are in different states of development. And in this case, I think uh, we need a different approach for them. We know globally half our grain production was produ is produced by the country which is only less, less than three tons per hectare. And return investment, any kind of investment to this half our grain production in North uh, country is very, very high. And based on China's experience, what can make the year increase? Of course, plant breeding is important, but it's not uh, full of stories. We saw the institution changes, the policy in the marketing reform, policy in R&D investment, even more important, and, and not, not and investment also critical, important. This investment including investment in irrigation, infrastructure, marketing infrastructure, and so on. But uh, how to do that? It's quite different in different states. In first state, you have to make institution right and make us irrigation infrastructure right so that technology can benefit all our people. Otherwise, uh, technology only benefit for the rich people, not the poor people. And so where to go, I think we globally, we need to more people, more government investment, more uh, investment from international development agency to invest in those countries. Particularly those year, less than three towns. If we can double those country every year in two towns by producing half our global grain, if we year increase to two towns to four towns, we can double our global production. Okay. We know the year in the investment in the institution changing policy investment in high year country between is very, very low. So I think the answer is we need to go uh, where to go. We need to put more. Investment in less uh, uh, developed country in which no years, uh, and of course, for higher country, they need to go to more sustainable development because addition gain from from eight town to ten town is not easy. It's very costly. <clears throat> then my first point, second point, related to year improvement, but not not limited to year improvement. I see there are two major. Uh, I want to emphasize two major universal answers. I believe it's true for every country. First, uh, 
Besides, uh, what I have said in terms of changing policy investment in, in a cultural sector, uh, we might need a more consider on nutrition issues. Sengkeng Fang has promoted this a lot on how to move to not just improving productive to the uh, nutrition, improving like how the boy has nothing this uh, harvest plus. I think that's in uh, every country need more emphasize, uh, not only increase productivity, but also more nutrition. And second, and uh, I think also universal true is to increase total fat productivity, which has never been marked those ground for many, many years. Because increasing year, price was falling. Uh, in order to reducing cost of production, farmer income might not rise with increasing yield. And that need uh, more effort to increase not only efficient use of land, water, but also increase uh, labor productivity. So farmers can gain from this productivity. And last point, uh, as, a, uh, as moving just uh, mentioned is biotechs. We know biotech in China also can increase TOP by additional 1% compared to traditional technologies. Yeah. But we know also know increasing biotech can benefit all poor in rural China. Poor benefit much more than rich farmers. But we also know the year increasing, productivity increasing from biotech will reduce price. We also know that many African countries, farmers haven't adopted biotech. They haven't, haven't benefited from biotech. Indeed, they are hurting from biotech because price is falling. And in this sense, I hope more uh, government investment uh, need to convince uh, policy makers, uh, uh, people to convince different countries like Africa to adopt new technology. Otherwise, they, as I mentioned, they are not benefit even the herd because price are falling. Thank you very much. I think that was an interesting take on biotech.